brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. It's Thursday morning. This is the day I ask, good mood or bad mood? Yes, it is time to gauge how the nation are feeling by asking one of the simplest questions. I mean, as this feature has evolved, we've started to toy with the simplicity of just good mood or bad mood and chuck a few other moods in there. Um, And that brings me on to my own mood because I am neither in a good mood or a bad mood today because there is news of a Cholton Athletic takeover. Um, Uh, Yes, Matt. You're just numb to it all now. You're numb to it all. You can't get overexcited about this, can you? Uh, Tanoon Namir has sold to a gentleman called Paul Elliott, apparently made his money through property uh, in Manchester. Um, and the reason right. I don't know if I'm in a good mood or a bad mood is I don't know if we've, we've gone from the frying pan of Roland Duchelette into the fire of Tanoon, and now we might be, you know, going into the oven and basting ourselves. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea how to feel about the new takeover at Charlton, but we deserve a little bit of luck in the ownership. Um, region, so uh, hopefully it's all going to turn out well for once. Oh, if, uh, only they just cancel- if only they just cancelled the season like they did in League One and then Coventry get promoted even though they haven't finished the season, that would have been the dream, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I think we can fight our way out of it, Matt. You know, we've got players well, that are coming back. You know, it's the, hope, many- it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, good morning, Emma Jones. Good morning, Glenn Moore. Good, good morning. morning. I didn't know if I was in a good mood or a bad mood, but it's the hope that kills you has totally pushed me towards the bad mood stakes. Um, get them into me, Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We'll have more of yours coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. I want to know if you're in a good mood or a bad mood. Matt Dyson, let me turn to you right now. Uh, you've crushed me. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So... Uh, <laughs> So how are you feeling today? You feeling good about I'm in that? a bad mood. Yeah, I'm in a bad mood. Maybe you I could tell. I could tell. <laughs> uh, because, uh, because I've just finished season two of Succession on oh. Amazon. And uh, I love it when a show lives up to the hype. So many people have recommended that saying it's amazing. Mm. And I'm delighted to confirm it is amazing. What a brilliant show from... Uh, the guy who created Peep Show, Jesse Armstrong, has created this show. He's written the script. It's hilariously funny about a, a media fam, a media empire in the States. And a lot of it's in the UK as well. And season two is finished. And Don't season three season three was on the way. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it's been delayed because of the coronavirus. So it's going to be ages till season three comes out now. And that's what's put you in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's such a good show. <laughs> no, and the fact that there's not even like there's not even a remote date they've given of. Well, I don't even think they started filming it yet, and it's so oh, upsetting because I can't leave yeah. it like that. It's so <laughs> good. It's amazing. I wish I could talk to my family like that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's um, really good. I'm kind of just approaching the end of season one. Um, and I've, I did that thing. I, I bought it because I, I heard it was so good for so yeah. people. I actually paid for it on Amazon. Um, it's worth every Amazon. penny. But <laughs> yeah, it's now it's free on do. Sky if you've got Sky. Oh, is I it? Quite, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. You're joking me. No. Well, it wasn't yeah, it really when I bought hurt. it. No, it wasn't when, when I bought it, it either. Now and now Sky going, oh, look what we've got for free. Nah, you oh, mug. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Such bad timing. Um, so there we go. Good mood, bad mood on your Thursday morning. Let me know. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. I'm inquiring as to your mood. Good, bad or other. And Kev says, I'm in a good mood. It's been raining all night here, so I don't have to water the plants. 
And Kev, this is something, you know, those of us who have got a little outdoor space during lockdown are, are truly blessed, but I never thought I'd become green-fingered, but Matt Dyson, you said it would come to me as oh, the no, years trundled by, and now, <laughs> I, I, now I do, I worry about the lawn. I, I thank, I'm yeah, thankful oh, for the no. rain. Yeah. Not oh, Lorraine or the actor playing her, <laughs> the rain. Um, definite good mood. Saw my mum for the first time in six months yesterday. All social distancing rules obeyed, of course. And I got offered a job from Andy. So he's in a very oh. good mood. Wow, what a day. By his mum. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the only way you're going to come Water and visit the me twice a God's year. Sake. I'm going to have to yeah. give you a job. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the grass. <laughs> Morning, team. Good mood. I had to drive my wife to Redhill early hours this morning so she could get a taxi into work in central London. She basically got straight out of my car and into the taxi when it arrived. The way it happened, I felt like I was in an episode of Spooks transferring a VIP. Obviously, my wife is a VIP to me every day, but this felt very cool. Also, I came straight to work after I completed my mission, so it's nice to spend the early hours with you guys, as I don't normally start work till 7.30 from Jord. Well, thank you, George. Lovely having you tuned in early doors. And do keep your good mood, bad moods coming. More of those on the way. Up next, well, of course, it's the slot that belongs to Matt Dyson. It's the social ammunition. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Thursday morning, where it is time, as promised, for Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Matt, what is going on out there? Wow. Dave, you may have seen this one in your timelines over the past uh, day or so. Uh, the return of Bill and Ted. Uh, yes, uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan are getting back oh. into their time-travelling machine. Uh, whenever, fil- whenever cinemas reopen, which uh, doesn't seem like it's happening anytime soon, but maybe you can watch it at home as well. Uh, but there's a new trailer for Bill and Ted uh, Face the Music, which is coming out this year. Hit, have a listen to this. 25 years ago, you played a concert in front of the entire world. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other. <laughs> and party on, dudes. Wow. Is that warming nostalgia for Emma and Glenn? Is what I want to know. Yeah, do you know what I saw? I saw the one with the one with the Grim Reaper. I saw that one when I was about six yeah. years old, and I don't think yeah. I understood the film to any extent. But no, it is interesting yeah. hearing people in their fifties saying "party on." Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. really hear. That. I mean, I don't know if I wanted it to come back. Really, I think these things can uh, ruin your memories. Alex Winter looks exactly the same. Keanu Reeves is has aged clearly, but this, his, his face looks a little bit different. I can't put my finger on what it is, but um, there's part of me that's very interested. I did. I saw the first one at the cinema. I think Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure when I was a little mm. kid. So, yeah, there is something... It's going to strike a chord with people of a certain age, Matt, I think is yeah, what they, yeah, they've got yeah, going yeah. here. Yeah, and obviously, no. Keanu is, you know, he's, he's, he's potless, isn't he? So he had to get... Oh, no, sorry, no, he's a multi, multi-million. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. But, you know, it will be it will be a tickly nostalgia for people. It will be, yeah, which is nice, isn't it? Especially at these times, it's nice to look back on happier days. And speaking of actors looking or not looking their age, there's I've just seen this article that's being shared on the socials uh, from the Mail Online. Uh, and it's, its headline is... Uh, 
Coronation Street icon Bill Roach, 88, shows off his youthful legs in short shorts and a crisp white shirt as some castmates return to work on the show. So Corrie's going back to work. Uh, Ken Loach for 88 looks amazing. I don't. I can't understand how he's 88. He looks. Ken Loach or William Roach? Sorry, Bill Roach. Ken Loach. Ken Loach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a British film director, isn't he? <laughs> 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 Bill Ken Loach. Ken his legs in short shorts is a great <laughs> over a podcast. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's Bill Roach's top, Ken Loach's bottom. So that's it's, so, it, it's so weird that one of the, one of the effects of coronavirus we could never have predicted is that the paparazzi are now only taking pictures of 88 year old men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah, objectifying him like this. It's yeah. His legs, his legs are amazing. Whoa, did you see Gene Hackman in the sun yesterday? Robert Duval. Hot. I've got one of Al Pacino where you buy some peanuts and you take them off like yeah. the time behind the bar. Octogenarian male film star pinups. That's, this is the future. Uh, but I mean, look, I mean, Bill Roach's hair is luscious. For 88, he looks like a combination of both members of status quo in this picture. He's got sort of denim hot pants on. His hair <laughs> is amazing. His hair is... If consider 88 years old. I remember when my granddad was 88. He he didn't look anything like Bill Roach. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what they're feeding them on the set of Coronation Street, but it, it's working. That's what I'm saying. He has got it going on. Uh, and we'll, we'll objectify more elderly actors on tomorrow's set. <laughs> It's a Thursday morning where I like to know if you're in a good mood or a bad mood. Thank you very much indeed for getting in touch, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. Nick says he's in a bad mood. He had nightmares about Les Dawson in a hot tub with Dusty Bin. (laughs) Thanks very much indeed for sharing. Uh, Chris says, bad mood. Dave, my son has started going back to school this week and I actually, open brackets, secretly, close brackets, missed having him whilst I work. I never thought I'd be saying that, says Chris. Um, Emma, before we conclude, good mood or bad mood today? I'm fuming, actually. um, Because I had to abandon a puzzle unfinished for the first time ever. Okay. Uh, Missing pieces? What happens? (laughs) No, well, I don't know if they're missing pieces because I didn't finish it, but... um, Yeah, Matt, stupid question, Matt. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Furious. <laughs> um, so it was a thousand piece puzzle, and I probably had about a hundred pieces left to go, but they were all exactly the same color. They were all black, and they were all the same shape. You know, sometimes with jigsaws, mm. they have like different, you know, they're normally different shapes, but yeah. Yeah. they were all the same. And I, I tried it for like, I just sat and stared at it for about two weeks, and I was like, do you know what? No, I'm never going to finish there. Oh. Just Is this the out. American Gothic one? Yes. So I couldn't fully get on board with this because surely you just do trial and error because all of, like, you had three sides. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could guess what three sides were. I've articulated that so badly, Emma. I'm trying to describe <laughs> how to do a jigsaw puzzle. So, oh, this is, I, feel, wow. I feel like a ghost. This is horrible. <laughs> no, tell us more about the three yeah. sides of the pieces. Yeah, you've done the sides. You just have to fill in the middle bit. Is that right? No, what I mean, you could tell what the shape of three of the sides of the piece were. So surely that's really easy to No, only two. Anyway, I look. I I I tried everything. I tried everything, and it just it wasn't enjoyable anymore. So it defeated me. But maybe just at the right time, as lockdown restrictions ease, maybe it's time to 
put puzzly things away. You, you, you yeah. never know, Emma. Yeah. They <laughs> serve the purpose, perhaps. My puzzling days are over. <laughs> well, there you oh, go. No. <laughs> right, coming up in the next hour of the show, it is Five Words, Five Grand with Wix. Plus, I'm going to be asking a big question. What if you just had to throw money at the situation to make it go away? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, eight playlists. Why not treat yourself to the free Absolute Radio app so you can skip between all of the decades of music we have to offer alongside this, the talky bits. And the next 30-odd minutes of the show, I'd like to talk about throwing money at the situation. Could be seen as quite a, a crass saying, but I think it comes in many different guises, shapes and forms, and, and many people would have done this to different extremes. For example, and these are all from my, my own life, uh, it could be anything from a tenor to the bouncer, so he lets you back in. Um, it could be £100 plus to British Airways because you need to rebook your return flight from a mate stag do in Lisbon because you're too hungover to get out of bed and pack your clothes. It could be $30 to a pickup truck driver to get you to a swanky restaurant in Beverly Hills in time for you to meet your new boss for dinner. It could be any of those things, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Matt Dyson, have you ever throw well, money at the situation no matter how big nothing is nothing is glamorous as that um, <laughs> I, I'm constantly throwing money at car repairs as you know but that's different yes, I, I have do no know, choice but let's not get I have no show. choice because oh, of that uh, so you just have to pay that um, but I, I suppose the big the big expenditure I've had in recent years is when we were first had kids and we had cheap uh, buggies and they would always break so we've started to throw money at big, expensive buggies. Buy the most expensive one. You use it every day. It's worth every penny. So we just throw money at it. And also, they have an amazing resale value. So uh, it's actually worth spending big. Do they? Yeah, we bought our yeah. swanky buggy secondhand. That was the way, or yeah. pre-loved, mm. or whatever it's called now. So they, the they maintain go. some of their value, so you can make a little bit back. So that's what we throw money at. Well, actually, Mr. Michael just popped up. He agrees. He says, buying every kind of chair or cot and colic remedy on Amazon <sighs> just to get <laughs> right, a baby yeah. to sleep. A rocking <laughs> yeah. crib, a crib with sides that drop down to be level yeah. with the bed. A bouncing yeah. chair, a chair that swings by itself. I'm throwing money at trying to get my baby to sleep, yet yeah. nothing has worked, says Michael. Oh, right. Oh, dear. <laughs> Um, good luck, Mike. Uh, keep them coming, Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Thursday morning where I'm asking, when was the last time you threw money at a situation to either improve it or make it go away? Mark just got in touch saying, Dave, I was in Thailand in March and Emirates cancelled my flight home. Couldn't get hold of them or my travel agent back in the UK. It cost me £479 to get a one-way flight back. My original return flight was only 410. Just got to throw money at the situation, Mark. Become a native of Thailand or you throw money at it. The choice is yours, my friend. Dave and the team, good morning. We had bed bugs. And I've never, luckily, fortunately, I've never had bed bugs. It cost £2,000 to get them all zapped, plus the cost of the new bed, because they had to tear it apart to get to every single last one, and that's coming from Lee. Oh, Throwing yeah. money at the situation. I think that's a necessary one, though, surely. The alternative mm. is, doesn't bear thinking about. Um, Glenn Moore, have you ever thrown money at the situation? 
Yeah, without realising it, really. Um, I've done it on two occasions. Once with uh, Netflix, accidentally let the free trial run for about six years. Uh, so <laughs> I spent about £1,000 on Brother Bear or whatever the hell I watched the first time. I mean, and then, um, uh, only a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, I realised on your phone you can have a look at what your paid subscriptions are. And I realised there are about 10 things that I had uh, inadvertently let the free trial run on for oh no. that I've been paying for for ages. Uh, apps that like I don't even have it? anymore, but I'm still yeah. paying. Like Duolingo. I haven't uh, I haven't <laughs> learned German now for about nine months. Do you have to pay for that? Yeah, and I'm, that. I've been paying this cartoon owl for weeks and weeks and weeks now. And I don't know any German anymore. It's all gone. Um, so, yeah, a, a complete financial disaster. I realise I'm, I'm basically holding up the whole of Apple's economy. Um, no. Because I accidentally <laughs> let like, the, on... the keyboard app go, you know. <laughs> if you click on the on the, on that owl right now, he's probably got a cigar and like a fake fur coat. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. <laughs> Thanks for all the treats, my friend. Um, so there we go. When was the last time you threw money at the situation? Get in touch. We'll do more of these a little later in the show. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. I'm intrigued to know if you've ever thrown money at the situation and in how that manifested itself. And Emma's got in touch saying, Dave, went to Oslo for a few days for a concert, checked out of the hotel, went to the bus station and hopped on the airport bus. When we got there, my husband quipped, hmm, the airport seems bigger than I remembered. I thought nothing of it. Went through security, checked the board and our flight was not on it. Panicked, asked a member of staff who calmly told us, there are two airports in Oslo. Three, sorry to the people of Oslo back the accident. <laughs> 320 pounds on a taxi and a lot of Ooh. tears later, we did make our flight and got home okay. So that's wow. Emma necessary to throw money at it what about you guys get in touch dave at absolute radio.co.uk it's your thursday morning where it is the perfect time of the day for a little bit of five words five grand with wix and playing this morning on line one is daniel good morning daniel good morning all how's everyone doing we're Morning. very good, thanks good, for thanks. asking. Uh, where are you in the country this morning, Daniel? I'm in a lovely little uh, town called Ramsbottom, which is uh, in the north of England. Beautiful Sunday at the moment, which is nice. Oh, lovely. Okay, so Daniel from Ramsbottom, or in Ramsbottom, which member of the team do you think is best suited to win you £5,000 this morning? Oh, uh, I'd like Glenn. You Great like stuff. Glenn. Okay, is that because you're, you're a method man yourself? I am a little bit of a method man. I like to take my time and, uh, and oh. make sure everything is right. So let's do this. Okay. <laughs> I love the fact that you've now said, let's do this four times so far. And I'm still not letting you do it. Just do it. Just do it, okay? <laughs> Jeez, Dave, let's just do it, shall we? Okay, before we do it, Daniel, we've got to spin the random player generator and see who you've got. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Glenn Moore. It was worth the wait. You have been matched with Glenn Moore. Congratulations yes. to you. Yes. Okay, Let's Glenn. do this. <laughs> Matt, don't you start. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> no. I'm not going to say it again. Um, Glenn, if you could please uh, detach yourself Goodbye. from the show. Goodbye. Good luck. Let's do this. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> My tagline now. 
Okay, Daniel. Daniel hates preamble. He does. He's Come got on. his own catchphrase. He's only been on national radio for two minutes. It took me years to get a catchphrase. Arrivederci. That's not even a catchphrase, apparently. It's just a word in Italian. Right. Daniel, I've got five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Glenn the same five words. If all five match, you're going to win £5,000. Let's do this. Your first word this morning is... <laughs> tennis. Racket. Board. B-O-A-R-D. Board. Game. Good. Page. P-A-G-E. Page. Book. Rock. Hard. And finally, land. L-A-N-D, land. Mass. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Okay. I Daniel. don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> it's a mixed bag, isn't it? <laughs> well, you've done this now, Daniel, to put it in the past tense. We're going to get Glenn back next and see if we can win you £5,000. It looks like from here a good set of answers. Well done. Stay right there, Daniel. Absolute Radio. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. With Wix. It's your Thursday morning and we're currently enjoying a game of five words, five grand with Wix. Daniel has given us his five words. Glenn is back and plugged into the matrix. Glenn, are you ready for the first word? I'm very ready. Tennis. Racket. Yes. Yes. Well done, Daniel. Nice Good. point under your belt. No messing with Daniel again. Good, move on. Let's do this. Okay, right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Glenn, the next word is board. Game. Yes. Yes. Page. Um, Turner. No. Oh, unfortunately, Glenn. Oh, it's sorry. not the method. Well, it's not the method, yeah. yeah. Gave it the big so about the done. method. But, uh, Let's have done this. It was either going to be Paige or Turner for me, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Turner, was. Turner was the one. It's we had a good run. Glenn, what well. have you got for rock? Um, Star. We've got oh, hard. that was, yeah. Oh, rock hard's good. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? And, and yeah. I know you're going to be a fan of this. What about land? Phil. Mass. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm Daniel, really sorry. You've not won the five grand today, but it really has been nice having you on the show. And um, as you ease yourself back into work, good luck with that. And thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you real soon. Pleasure doing it. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cheers, Dad. Take care, mate. <laughs> thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. It's your Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, eight playlists. Treat yourself to the free Absolute Radio app to skip between all the decades of musical goodness that we have to offer. Thursday, of course, means it's Apologies, Corrections and Clarifications Day. And online one right now from my native Cholton in South East London, we have Joe. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. 
Yeah, you have every right oh, to sell hello. shit, bitch. Don't you worry about that. Oh, I know what's coming, Joe. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> Hide, hiding behind the sofa there as you tell the story, are you, Joe? Well, okay. well just slightly embarrassed, yeah. So um, you took inspiration from something that uh, Emma said on the show recently, our very own Emma Jones. Um, she had accidentally unfastened her trousers, lowered them and walked through a room where her husband, Stefan, was doing a <laughs> FaceTime with a work colleague at the Beam. So um, this happened to you some 20 years ago, back in the year 2000. Yes. Um, you were living with your boyfriend in a ground floor flat. You're in the bedroom, which was opposite the entrance, getting changed. And all of a sudden you saw a silhouette in the frosted glass of the front door. The silhouette was fumbling around looking for its key, ready to let itself in, and you thought, oh, this is an opportunity, Joe. Joe, why don't you be really sexy? Tell everybody what happened, Joe. Well, I thought, seeing as I was already undressed and we, we'd only just started living together and, and, and this seemed like a good idea, that I would welcome him home by standing seductively um, topless in the uh, doorway to my bedroom. Yeah, and then when the door opened, uh, he just looked at me with such horror and I thought, oh, that's not what I'd really expected <laughs> and then um, and then the words he said are sort of what haunt me and that's um, I've got Sean from work with me and, and then this really little man that had been completely obscured by my my boyfriend was quite tall and broad and uh, and, and he popped out from around the side of him <laughs> and just said hello <laughs> oh no wow um, oh. And then I just can't remember what happened after that. I completely blanked <laughs> it. And I'm, I'm now married to Tom, not Sean, uh, but not to Tom. Sean. Okay. And he, he says he can't remember what happened either, but maybe he's just being polite because I'm sure right. he would have had a bit of um, teasing in the office the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the part of the brain that operates and controls trauma has just decided to cut it out for you just to, just to help you over the last 20 years to deal with this situation. So... What, what happened immediately after that bit? I know you say you can't remember, but where does your memory pick up? Is Sean now sat at your table, legs dangling no. off the chair, having a cup no, of tea, no, no. looking a bit embarrassed? <laughs> what, what's going on No, here? definitely, I think I must have just run into the bedroom and shut the door because I, I just, I never saw him again. No awkward works, Christmas parties or anything like that. No, ne never saw him again. And it was like a bit of a dream, but the sort of dream that just comes back to me every now and then. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about those memories that come back to you and make you cringe recently on the show, and this is most certainly one of them. So you never saw Sean again, and I no. think you said there, I may have misheard, but you, you married uh, the tall, broad stranger. Oh, yeah, so at Tom, the Tom and I have been married for, <laughs> for 15 years. So I think um, I've got a couple of apologies I need to make. Well, the floor's so all the, yours, Joe. Take it away. One, yeah, well, the first one has to be to Sean, wherever he may be now, for traumatising him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> standing um, topless in my flat in Bromley in 2000. And, uh, and then I'd like to apologise to my now husband, Tom, for any embarrassment caused. And also um, for the fact that I was so traumatised by it that I have never welcomed him home. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no, those, those days are over, Joe. Yeah. Well, I'm not yeah, going to be doing that again. Yeah. No way, no way. 
Um, so so you, you've, made, you've made a few apologies here, Joe. Are you feeling better about sharing this with the nation? Well, yeah, I think I've got one more apology that I need oh, to make okay. because yeah, it's my son's 11th birthday today. And, oh, um, Joe, you, you can't know, come what 11 year old doesn't want to hear his mum tell a topless oh. story oh. on oh. the radio? Oh. Happy birthday, son. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for secondary school. Wow. Yeah. I think that's all of my apologies. That's got to be all your apologies. I'd like to do a, If your name is Sean and you were shocked by some surprise boobies in Bromley in the year 2000, <laughs> please do get in touch. I'd like to pick up the story, what happened afterwards. We can really piece this together Tarantino style. Um, Joe, a, a great story. Um, I'm so pleased you got a chance to, to make your apologies. Uh, send our love to the family, won't you? And thanks for tuning too. in to the show. Oh, thanks a lot. Take care. Cheers, Joe. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, so, in case you hadn't worked it out, it's Apologies, Corrections and Clarifications <laughs> Day here on The Breakfast Show. Do get in touch, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's your Thursday morning. We're asking for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. And, well, Leslie's got in touch saying, Dave, I would like to apologise to my daughter, for running away and crying when we were putting away our tent at a very muddy and wet Isle of Wight festival eight years ago. This is because there were frogs under the tent. I'm terrified of them. The thing is, she was 11 and I was 44. (laughs) 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 Um, And also, just Leslie, I know you'll be aware of this, but coming this weekend, starting on Friday, it is our Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. Hear some of the greatest performances from the festival, but there will be no frogs underfoot, I promise you. And coming up next, well, we continue with your apologies, corrections and clarifications, and it involves a gherkin. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home of your apologies, corrections and clarifications. And joining us right now, we have Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Morning. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. You? Yeah, very well. Thank you for asking. Um, We've been doing apologies, corrections and clarifications as a section on the show for some time now. And there is a recurring theme that is uh, a person apologising to their younger sibling for something they did years ago. And that's the category that you're fits under. Um, so you're apologising to your younger brother, I believe. Yes, that's right. And what did you tell him? Uh, well, we were quite young and I think I managed to convince him that a, a pickled gherkin was actually a creature from the sea. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a living sea creature. That, yeah. so, like Mrs. Elswood style, everyone who listens to the show regularly knows I'm a bit of a fan. Anyway, so Mrs. Elswood, you see them all crammed into the jar. They were or are living creatures from beneath the waves. That's yeah, what you're they telling were. your little bro. <laughs> yeah. So did this freak him out? How did he react to this news? No, he did believe it quite well. My dad helped me out and we managed to convince him for quite a few years. So he would always um, cut both the, you know, the, the top and the tail off because he didn't want to eat those bits. <laughs> like, to make sure it died or something. Was that? Yeah, exactly. He didn't want to eat yeah. the bottom of it. He didn't want to eat the bum or the head. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's a connoisseur of the gherkin. What can I say? From one to another. Um, okay, Charlie. Well, you know, and the fact your dad was involved in this, that's awful isn't it for your little brother so why not make a family apology what what's his name charlie louis louis look the floor is yours everyone's listening take it away louis i'm just really sorry for 
convincing you that the gherkin was actually alive. Um, I'll try not to use it in too many stories to, in the future to embarrass you. <laughs> Charlie, it's been lovely having you on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Cheers, Charlie. Bye. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, eight playlists. Why not ask your smart speaker to, I don't know, play Absolute Radio 70s? Why not do that this morning? That'll be a bit of fun. We'll still be here. Of course we will. Um, and we started this hour with our apologies, corrections and clarifications. And we had a fantastic story from listener Joe in South London. Uh, if you want to relive her story, you can do by downloading the free daily podcast. And it certainly came under a banner of something we were talking about earlier in the week, which is your cringe-inducing memories. And we've had this correspondence. And it says, hi, Dave. I heard yesterday morning's call from my wife, Davina, telling you about her embarrassing moment in the gym changing room. Well, she now has a new embarrassing moment. As you signed off the call with your usual warmth, Davina was heard to say, I love you too. Ah, <laughs> this yes. has come from her husband, I Lee. I, sort of, I think I sort of heard that, actually. Right, you said it oh, I missed that. Well, how lovely. Let's, let's have a little listen back, shall we? Thank you for telling your cringe-inducing memory, and we'll speak to you real <laughs> soon, Davina. Lots of love. Thank you. Soon. Bye. Take love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> love you too. Someone's called the teacher, mum. <laughs> Let me hear it again. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, Davina. <laughs> Slightly mumbled, but definitely there. That was definitely, definitely you, there. She it? panicked. She panicked, yeah. signed off there. It happens to the best of us, Davina. Um, that's another embarrassing moment, her husband says. He goes on to say, I informed Davina that you are happily married with an 18-month-old daughter and also reminded her that she's happily married with a 19-month-old <laughs> set of twins. Thank you for putting the interview on the podcast. That way I can go back to it again and again. Keep up the great work, everybody. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. If you're just joining us, we received a correspondence from Davina's husband, Lee, pointing out that uh, she said, I love you too, to me on the show this week when we were hanging up on one another, which is very sweet. Uh, but it also uh, points to the fact that you can get in touch with me anytime you like about anything you want. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And this has come from Amber. And she says uh, at the end, thanks in advance, patiently awaiting the team's response. Uh, which I know is going to be a little bit of a mixed one. So here we go. Good morning, Dave and the team. Since listeners can email any time about anything, I have a curious inquiry. I'm from the States and listen to the podcast. A few days ago, people seemed extremely excited about McDonald's reopening. I'm genuinely wondering why that is. <laughs> we have a Mickey D's here every few miles, it seems, and I'm not sure if any of them ever closed because of the pandemic. I haven't eaten them in over 15 years, so I guess I'm just curious as to what y'all think and why so much um, longing for this food. As I say, thanks in advance, patiently awaiting the team's response, Amber. Well, thanks for getting in touch, Amber. Who wants to field this one first? Matt Dyson? Well Emma, oh, okay, Emma. Well, go. I was just going to say, I think if you live in America, it's or if you're from America, it's not. I don't know. It's not like as special to you, um, mm, because no. I, don't, I remember going to America when I was little, and it was still out there was like a real treat to go and have a McDonald's, mm. even though they're so common. I don't know what it is, but I know that my local one here has recently reopened, and me and Stefan are trying to work out our best time to to go and treat ourselves. 
for you mean for, for the kind of when the queue the queue has the the least amount of waiting time and stuff yeah because i think it only opened a week moment? ago so i think the drive-through would still be crazy busy but we do we do still want to go it's something that we've been looking forward to so you're looking forward to it because you think it's you still see it as a special treat as it was yeah. something that was a special treat when you were a kid and you brought that through into adulthood yeah okay glenn moore yeah, well, I think uh, the difference between England and America is for us, it's foreign cuisine. It's really exciting. It's exotic, you know. Um, and also, <laughs> crucially, I think for us, there's a McDonald's for every occasion. And considering we've been stuck indoors for so long, it reminds you of certain things outside of, you know, like you've got you've got the hungover McDonald's breakfast. You've got the service station McDonald's halfway through a long journey. You've yeah. got the McDonald's yeah. after a really long Square. walk. You know, yeah. exactly. There are mm. so many different kinds of McDonald's that we completely miss. Whereas in America, it's just, well, we're on every road. There's nothing exciting about it. It's just like, it's a function almost. It's like, oh, I'm exactly. a bit peckish. I've got a meeting half an hour. I'll grab her. And Amber says Mickey D's. They say that in the States. I always call it Mackie D's. Over yeah, I call it Mackie D's. Okay, Mackie yeah. D's. Uh, Matt Dyson, just to complete the team members' well, response yes, to this. Yeah, I agree with everything that's been said. I think there's a bit of nostalgia as well, because when McDonald's first came to the UK in the drab grey 80s, there was nothing really like it around so it was seemed very exciting and bright and flashy and american so that's why i think we love it more than they do and if anything's taken away from you you just crave it more don't you yeah mm. that's true so if you can't have it you, you want it you want it even more that's a mm. that's a very good point amber i think the team have basically summed it all up perfectly from every angle we hope that that answers your question as to why so many people not all people myself included in that but so many people here are desperate to get their hands on a Mackie D's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio that's it time to bid you farewell for your Thursday morning and just looking at the podcast names each and every time I rang the naming bell what a show what a show we begin with, did you see Gene Hackman in the paper yesterday? Four. <laughs> uh, we've got <laughs> octogenarian pinups. We've got, I'm a bit of a method man. I like to take my time. We've got, let's do this. <laughs> we've got, what 11-year-old doesn't want to hear his mum on the radio telling a topless story? <laughs> <laughs> and we've got boobies in Bromley. I, I think oh, yeah. it's got to be the quote from Joe in Charlton, hasn't it? It's got to be... Yeah. What 11-year-old yes. doesn't want to hear his mum on the radio telling yes. a topless story? Definitely. Thank you for that, Joe. And to hear the full horror story yourselves, download the podcast wherever you get your pods from. And know this, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.